Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. sort of start while everyone's getting settled. Where's Carl? I just want to pray for Carl. Is he, is he here still? Has he disappeared? Carl, yeah. I just want Karen and I just to pray for you. Come down the front, Carl. <laughs> Carl's got the Iron Man look going on. And uh, yeah, Jonah told me that this morning. So just face me. It's okay. Yeah, that's it. Karen, would you come? And uh, I just felt, Carl, this morning for you to encourage you that um, you have a heart after the Lord. He loves you. He is your father and you can be secure in him. But he's put on your life a gift of prayer and there's a breakthrough prayer on your life. And I get a feeling, a sense that in the next year, as you begin to tap into that prayer life, you're going to be a breaker of things. You're going to be a breaker of chains. And he's going to He's going to let you be out of the box, uh, out of the box prayer. And so we just want to pray that fiery prayer on you because I think when, it, when, it, when a spirit of prayer and travail or a long prayer comes on you, you're going to be able to press through some things that some others can't because it's a spirit of prayer. It's a gift of prayer. So we just want to pray and release that over you today. Lord, stretch out your hand, guys, if you, if you will. Lord, we thank you for Carl. And Lord, we pray that you would release upon him a fiery gift of prayer. We bless that already in his life, but we pray that fire would come upon him. Fire of the Holy Spirit, that he would be a breaker of chains, that his prayers would be heard in the heavenlies and that he would see things and know things and break things open by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, we pray you would use him as a mighty flaming torch from heaven Lord, in this region, that he will pray things into being. That he will pray things into being. And so, Holy Spirit, we release that fiery prayer upon him. Fire in the mighty name of Jesus. Fire of God. Breaker of chains. Breaker of chains. Travailing prayer. Holy Spirit, use him. Use him, Lord. Use him, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And we pray, Lord that you would multiply that gift in this house, multiply that gift in this house, that prayer would break things open in this region that no man can break open. Lord, what we would try in our best efforts, that you would go before us and that you would release that gift in this house. Prayer, travailing prayer, breakthrough prayer. We thank you for that gift already on people. And I just pray even right now this morning that you would multiply that. Multiply that in this house, Lord, that you would give us your gift of prayer to intercede, to see things, to for this region, for the lost, for the hurting, the dying. Lord Jesus, we ask, I ask this morning that even some sitting unexpectedly, Lord, you would, you would impart to them, you would impart to them this gift of prayer, this gift of intercession, of seeing and knowing your heart for people and for families, and for this region, and city, and nation. And Lord, we pray, bless that gift. Bless that gift in Jesus' mighty name. 
In fact, if, if you just want that or feel that, just lift one hand, two hands, a leg, whatever you want this morning. And Lord, we just release that now by faith. By faith in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray you would release intercession in your house, in your people, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you would help us pray. Help us pray. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in our lives. Release that fiery prayer. Fiery prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Awesome. Bless you guys. Well, today I want to I want to speak on what I've called one and free. Most of you will know we have an anthem that says, Australians all let us rejoice for we and one and free. I know young and free used to be now it's one and free. And um, and I think this is a prophetic declaration over Australia. We are one and free. Now you might be thinking, well, we don't seem too free in many ways, or we don't even seem like we're one in many ways because there's so many diverse opinions, there's so many diverse groups, uh, and there's all sorts of things going on in our nation, a lot of division. But I want to prophesy and I want to focus on the fact that this is a declaration over our nation that we are to be one and free. We are. That's how God sees us. That's how God has created us to be one and free. And so sometimes, just like we're singing and worshipping, we're actually prophesying. We might not be seeing it or we might not be feeling it right now with what we're seeing, but it's a declaration. It's a prophetic declaration. It may be the decreeing the word of God over our situation, our family, or even our feelings. And, and what, it, what we're doing is pulling ourselves into God's nature, into his heart by faith. Without faith, you can't understand it. It just seems weird. It just seems crazy. It's like, why are we even doing this thing? But by faith, when we look in the spirit, we can see that all things are possible. And so over our nation, we have this declaration, for we are one and free. I want to start in Galatians 5.1, a whole passage on freedom. Paul says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. There's that word again, yoke. Remember last week I threw it up on the screen what a yoke looks like. Two oxen are bound by a yoke, a wooden thing chaining their, their necks together so they have to be in unison. And that's what it's like when we are outside of Christ, we are bound to sin. We're bound to the world. We're bound to the system. We're bound to working to be a good person. None of it will get us to heaven. None of, us, none of it will gain us true freedom. True freedom only comes by being bound to Christ. And when we know what it's like to be bound to Christ, He takes the burden and then we are one with Christ. And that's how freedom is attained. There is no freedom in this life other than through Jesus Christ. When we are outside of Christ, we are yoked to slavery. You might think, well, I'm not really a slave. I'm doing well. I'm a good person. I'm generous. I'm loving. I, I'm helpful. All of that, all of that is really, really good. But it's a system that can only do us so much. It can only get us so far. 
It can't gain us access to eternal life. It can't gain us access to internal peace. That only comes through being bound and one and free with Jesus Christ. Freedom is only obtained when we become one with Jesus. It's, an, it's a mystical, weird, incredible, secretive, but incredible message that right now about three billion people on earth believe. And it is the message that will stand the test of time. We sang about it this morning when Jesus returns. You know, Jesus is returning soon. And he's returning to judge the living and the dead. And he is going to testify to how we have lived our lives. And if we've lived a life worthy of him, glorifying him, then he will say, well done, good and faithful servant. And so it's one of these things that if we live for the now, we are actually slaves. If we live for the world, we are slaves to the world. If we live to satisfy the flesh, we are slaves to the flesh. If we live just to, to bring harmony, maybe in our family, or just to, just to cope with what we've got now, then we are slaves to that system. The only way we gain true freedom is to be one and free with Christ. If you're within earshot of me this morning, which I'm yelling, so you pretty much are, then I want you to consider your posture with Jesus. I want to you to consider, are you yoked to slavery this morning, as Paul says? Are you yoked to the world? Are you connected to something that ends in nothing? Because I want to encourage you, you can be one and free this morning. And it is free. It doesn't cost anything. No one has to twist your arm. But it's a free gift of grace, the grace of Jesus Christ. He died for your sin and my sin. It doesn't matter how bad you've been in the last year or how good you've been. Outside of Christ, we are all the same. And then inside of Christ, we are all the same. We can be one and free. And so uh, 1 Corinthians six seventeen says this, But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Now, most of you will know, and generally across the world, this is recognized, that we are made up of three main compartments, if you like. It's probably not the right word. We are spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. And our spirit is the thing that gets completely renewed and injected with the person of Jesus Christ or the deposit of the Holy Spirit upon uh, salvation. When we become born again, when we testify to Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is given to us as a deposit, stamping us with the name of Jesus Christ. We become one in spirit with him. But our bodies have to catch up with that. And so we are in this battle in the, in the flesh with, with our spirits yearning for heaven, yearning for peace, yearning for that purity and that perfection that is in our spirits. And so we have this tension sometimes. And so the aim for us is to realize that we are actually joined in spirit with him. We are one and free in spirit. And so we can realize that on earth... There are temporal things. There are things that come and go. There is change. There, our natures change. We struggle with sin. We struggle with trials and temptations and suffering. But in our spirit, we are one and free with Christ. It is the greatest 
message of all time. And it will never be surpassed because it's the one thing that gains you and me access to true freedom. All our other struggles, all our other efforts are worthless if our spirits aren't one with Jesus. So I, again, want to implore you, make sure you are one with Jesus today. Today. Connect with him. Do not be connected with a yoke of this world. It is disappointing. It will continually disappoint you. John 14, 20 says, In that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. What does that mean? It means we're completely intertwined with the Godhead. Completely intertwined. God is part of us. We are part of him. And when we are connected with him, we gain access to heavenly things. We gain access to the mind of Christ. We gain access to the renewing effect of what Jesus' life in us has. And so we can actually be continually growing in the nature of Jesus. It's not something that at the moment we become born again, we instantly become pure all over, never have a bad thought about anyone ever again, and perfection is just made perfect for us, and we just float on a cloud for the rest of our life. It's one of the things that in our spirits we are one with Him. In our bodies we're still on the journey. In our souls we're still on the journey too. In our souls is where forgiveness takes place. But all three affect one another. Salvation in our spirit hopefully affects our soul and flows through to forgiveness and peace and grace and non-judgmentalism and non-controlling uh, way of living. But actually living free in our soul means to forgive and release people. And that affects our bodies and brings healing and wholeness to our bodies. And then that, the, the, the spirit effect on our spirit allows us to even be challenged how we look after the temple of the Holy Spirit. I was looking at Karen this morning. I was thinking, man, her skin glows. And just about everyone says it to me every single week, uh, how much her skin glows. And I'm thinking, I know what she does to make her skin glow. It doesn't just happen. And it doesn't happen by, by living a processed cheese kind of life. It, it, it hap I'm serious. It happens by looking after the temple of the Holy Spirit. And, if, and being born again affects our spirit, which affects our soul, which affects our body. And Paul speaks about this. And I know a lot of you are going, oh, no, I had a McMuffin for breakfast. It's okay. It's okay, Jonah. No guilt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He didn't. He's fasting. It's okay. But it's a powerful message when it affects all three areas of our life. A lot of Christians stop at spirit. I'm born again. I'm going to heaven. Save me now, Jesus. But let's let it affect every single cell of our body, into relationships, into the areas of forgiveness, into the areas of the soul, into the areas of, of those things that we don't like it to go to, but he actually wants to go there because he wants to continually re renew us and transform us into the likeness of Christ. And the more we can experience that effect of the kingdom of God here on earth, I believe the more we can testify for him through our lives. And the greatest of these is love. Most of us know that. John 17, 20 says, I do not ask for these only, but also for those 
who, this is Jesus' words, I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me and I have given to them, that they may even may be one, even as we are one, I in them, you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you've sent me and love them even as you love me. The Father's love for Jesus is what he wants to release to you. You may not have known a great father's love or mother's love. You may not have known a great affection from an authority figure. In fact, you may have been highly affected in a negative way from an authority figure or someone in leadership or in a, in a fathering or mothering position. I want to say to you this morning, the father's love is perfect. His love is perfect for you right now. And he loved his son and you so much that he sent Jesus for you to die on a cross, to take every sin that we've ever committed. And he rose again so that you and I can have access to that oneness, oneness with God. It's, a, it's an interesting word, isn't it? To have intimacy with the Father. And if you, maybe that conjures up or brings up, conjures probably not the right word, brings up thoughts for you. Not in church anyway. <laughs> it might bring up thoughts for you that aren't great. I want to encourage you. The Father's love is perfect. His love for you is perfect. And he sees you through the eyes of Jesus Christ, who is perfect. And you and I gain direct access to the Father through his sacrifice, through the sacrifice of his Son, and then we become one. True freedom can only be found in Jesus Christ. If you're not free this morning, maybe you are bound in all sorts of stuff, or maybe you don't feel bound, but you're just traveling your journey as best you can, but you realize that you do not have this ultimate access to freedom, I want to encourage you this morning, right where you're sitting, and no one even needs to Make a hurrah or anything because it's your spirit that counts. It's your spirit that when your body passes, your spirit passes into heaven or hell. It's not one of those words that's spoken of much in church these days. Hell, it is a real place. It's a real place. The Bible speaks about it really, really clearly. Jesus spoke about it many times. The Apostle Paul, on and on and on. Heaven and hell, they're real places. We gain free access to be one and free with Jesus through his life. I want to encourage you, be yoked to him, not to slavery, not to the world, not to TikTok, not to all sorts of other weird and wonderful things that are going on. Into, I just saw some dads nudge their daughters. Hear that? This world is a weird place. It is a weird place. And before I go on a rabbit trail, it's 11.11. How about that? <laughs> I want you to stand.
I want to read you a quote from D.L. Moody. He said this, A rule I have had for years is to treat the Lord Jesus as a personal friend. His is not a creed, a mere doctrine, but it is he himself we have. It's the person of Jesus Christ that you and I have. It's not just some boring routine or some gathering or some rites or rituals or whatever we might have thought it is. It is a person that we have access to and his name is Jesus. We have access to him to be one and free here on earth. And even though we might be bound by other stuff and and the flesh struggles and all sorts of other things, the spirit is one and free. And it's the beginning of heaven. It's not heaven, but it's the beginning of it. It's gaining access to heaven. And so I want us to close our eyes and lift our hands this morning. If you have not given your life to Jesus, I want to encourage you to do it this morning. Or if you've been away from Jesus and you've just let the yoke of slavery bind you and just confuse you and, and you've just been distracted and away from Jesus, then give your life to him this morning. Break off that yoke and say, Jesus, I want to live for you. So Jesus, this morning, we bring our lives before you. And I ask for any here this morning who have been away from you or do not know you, that you would meet with them. And if that's you, I want you just to say, Jesus, come into my life. Wash me of every sin. I've been away from you. I haven't known you. I haven't lived for you. Come into my life. Wash me clean. I repent of my sin. I give my life to you. I commit my life to you. And I want to live for you. I want to be one and free with you, Jesus. And if you did that this morning, I really want to ask you, there's our welcome people with T-shirts on saying welcome. I want you to, after the service, go to them and just let them know you gave your life to Jesus or you recommitted and and they just want to help you and give you a a, a welcome pack, give you a salvation pack. Or you can come and see me after the service or Suzanne and we can just help you through that process. But Lord Jesus, we ask this morning, that you would help us see you for who you truly are, that you would unite us with you, one and free, one and three, in that intimate relationship with you, Father. I want us just to sing for a couple of minutes. I want you to sing with everything you got. Let's worship him this morning. He's coming back for you soon. He is coming back for you. Let's give him praise. Let's worship him this morning.